0: The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Years from now, we're going to look back at this hopefully short period in the early 2020s and look at pictures and wonder, why do people have such bad looking haircuts? And then we'll tell our grandkids that, well, there were no hairdressers. For a few months. People are starting to cut their own hair and it's not looking pretty. Although you've been ahead of the curve for months because your wife's been cutting your hair. She has been. And she does a good job. Yeah, she does all right. I don't know how she knows how to do this, but... It looks all right. It's like how a robin knows how to build a nest. Wives know how to cut their family's hair in times of need. Well, and I was even considering just shaving my hair off just to try it out. Because I'm starting to bald a bit. And I'm thinking it's inevitable I'm going to do this anyway. This might be a good time to experiment with the pandu, as I'm calling it. Or pandu? COVID cuts, people are calling it. Nobody's calling it that. Yeah. Stop saying that. The permdemics. Nobody has ever oh, yeah. said permdemic. I wish I had kept my floby. Flowbee. It was a little attachment that you put on your vacuum cleaner and you just ran this thing through your hair. Five minutes, your hair was evenly cut, they claimed. That's cute. You think you have enough hair to do that. And no mess. The vacuum just sucked up all the hair. Yeah, well, you have the mess in the vacuum as well. And I actually Googled it. Floby is actually still around. This used to be the stuff of infomercials on TV. Yeah, the company's still in business. You can order through a website. Not recommended. <laughs> makes for a bad haircut. And I'm feeling for the hairdressers in a few months. Uh, it'll be all about damage control. They're going to be flooded. Damage report. <laughs> They're going to be flooded with people needing haircuts. Not me, man. I'm ahead of the curb. Yeah. i has been shaving the head for eons now. Lucky. You got to do it, man. It's just you save on the shampoo budget. Just scrub your head in the shower. You wake up and you're ready, dude. You still got to trim those eyebrows, though. I got to trim the eyebrows and I'm getting older. So the ear hair and who are we kidding? Other places where the sun don't shine as well. True. Two giant pandas at the Ocean Park Zoo in Hong Kong. They've been together for a little while. Ying Ying and Lele. Ah. Ying Ying is the lady. Lele is the boy. They've been trying to get these bears to do the deed for a decade, and they haven't been able to do it. Naturally, with the coronavirus outbreak, zoo's been shut down. Now the people aren't watching them. They're actually into each other. Ying Ying put on like a nice negligee, and yeah. Lele took notice, and for the first time in 10 years... The two giant pandas have made love. So this is interesting. While we're on lockdown away from the zoos, a lot of the zoo animals are getting it on. Ying Ying began spending more time in the water. Lele, or Lele, he's been leaving scent marks around. Oh, that's how me me and Trish do it. Yeah. She'll have a shower and I'll start leaving scent marks all around the bedroom. Good (laughs) Lord. They're just like people, those panda bears. (laughs) So good luck to these pandas. I hope they are... Successful. Yeah, no word on any pregnancy yet, but it's the first step, right? Helps that the people aren't watching them, too. Do you think they would develop a kink with all those people watching them all those years? You think maybe they need people around at this point? yeah, no. like Can't get it to work. Doesn't seem like it. Quick, call the zookeeper to watch. 400 Tim Horton's restaurants along the highway will stay open. Just so truckers can go to the bathroom. All the toilet paper, all the baked beans, all the flour, all the yeast you've bought, that all got to the grocery store on a truck. So they are doing the Lord's work truly. And we've said this before, like when we're out on a road trip, awesome that Tim Hortons are there almost every town. We call them Canada's Bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> it's true. For a lot of reasons, including the actual bathroom. My main objective is to use the bathroom and then I'll usually grab something else while I'm there. But... If you're feeling charitable, you'll buy a Honey Cruller. <laughs> but it's true. They are there for us. We love Tim Hortons for that. These truckers are an essential service for us. We got to have places where they can go to the bathroom along the highway. So Tim Hortons stepped up and said, hey, they can use our bathrooms. Maybe even park in the parking lots now. Very cool. <laughs> so if, I was going to say, if you see a trucker, give them a hug. But if don't do that now. No. If you see a trucker give them a friendly wave from at least six feet away or a virtual hug or a virtual hug facetime with a trucker and tell them you'd want to hug them in person either way have an incredible weekend stay safe wash your hands stay in your home don't leave unless absolutely necessary the more you go out the longer we have to stay at home i want to leave so bad (laughs) go places (laughs) as we know we're all in this COVID-19 thing together. Never a, heard of it. Never heard of never it. Never heard of it yet? No. no. It's it's spread far and Sounds wide. Sounds delicious. It's worldwide. And so countries helping countries, communities helping communities, neighbors helping neighbors. One country that has been struggling is Germany. They're running low on pasta. Not pasta. Pasta. You gotta have your pasta. So what do they do? Talk to their good friends in Italy. And now they're getting a whole train load of spaghetti. 250,000 packets of spaghetti. (laughs) Why are you talking in (laughs) a (laughs) <laughs> phony Italian accent. 75,000 packs of penne. Oh, you're using your hands more, too. Ooh, it's obnoxious. 60,000 packs of fusilli. That's nice, man. That's nice. The hooking Italians up. hooking up the Germans. Hooking them up with some pasta. The Germans can hook them up with some sausage. Some schnitzel. Yeah. It'll be a nice fair exchange. Right. Spanish will send over some risotto. The Israelis can send some hummus down the road. Give us a train, a Lord of schnitzel. And the Turks can send <laughs> some uh, jelly candies down. And some figs. Some big turkey bars and some figs why not yeah what other stereotypical foods am i forgetting and nobody wants the british food or the french food. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think I was going to lose it ever during this outbreak. Well, I didn't really lose it. I guess I became my grandparents for a brief moment. You spoke with a very loud projected voice. Well, it wasn't even that. I come into the kitchen and my son, who looked very hungry, we had lots of food in the house and we'd made chili. But he chose to have that chili on a triple Decker sandwich. Triple Decker, nice. Really? Do you need three pieces of bread? Can't you just have two pieces of bread? Isn't a sandwich two pieces of bread? You can't triple Decker during a pandemic. I actually asked him, like, can you put one of those pieces of bread back? Because we only had so much bread and I want this to last as long as it possibly can. My hunger identifies as wanting three pieces of bread, dad. So like I'm down to like the one piece of bread sandwich. Poor man sandwich trying to save on food. He had to eat with a knife. That's how tall it was. <laughs> and so then he promised me, oh, yeah, you're right, dad. I, I shouldn't eat so much. And so he split it in two and then he's taken the other half for, to work today for lunch. So <laughs> really makes you appreciate your parents and your grandparents who they probably had to eat the bad food so you could eat the good food. Your son gets a triple decker sandwich, but that comes at the cost of you having an open face sandwich. But it's true. I actually am really getting like my grandparents and my parents who they would not waste a thing and I found myself doing this um, instead of eating some of the excess food I was eating this old salad from two days ago the lettuce was brown but I didn't care there was no way I was going to waste that brown lettuce salad and it makes sense our grandparents who maybe went through the war and were rationing things I get now why you don't waste anything like we're starting to have maybe a little bit of a sense of this. I'm not comparing this by any means to the war, but there is this sense of wanting to preserve the food you have and not waste anything for sure. That's tough, man. Yeah. Is he going to eat the rest of the sandwich today? Is that what's going on? He said he was going to try. I texted him this morning. and said, hey, sorry for for maybe getting a little um, upset about that extra piece of bread you had. I'm sorry (laughs) I cried. I'm sorry I yelled. It was actually quite... Uh, humorous at the time, but I wasn't yelling or anything. Let just, me know if he finishes I'm that. I'm like, dude, do you need three pieces of bread. A sandwich with chili on it, I don't feel like that's going to keep. It probably didn't last well in the fridge. Keep me posted on Sogy. whether he finishes that sandwich. He, I will. You better finish that sandwich, boy. <laughs> third week of quarantine. We're into our fourth year of quarantine. Kids are home from school. Some of you are getting a little bit bored. We asked you yesterday, I knew I was bored when I was excited to go to work. We were talking about this this morning and I was thinking like, this is like my outing of the day. I love coming to work. Always did, but even more so now. I knew I was bored when my daughter did an hour-long Moana performance for the whole family. It was cute, but nobody wanted to sit through it as long as she wanted to do it Ooh that's cute though that's a rough that's one. cute carol said i repainted my bathroom walls painting sucks yeah she says she hates painting she too. Must have been a real bored i can relate with this one kim said when the three drivers in the house fight over who can drive my daughter to work i'll take her to work i'll drive that long way to exeter <laughs> And it takes like 90 minutes to drive through Exeter. No kidding. that's north a, to south along Main Street. That's a commitment. It takes two hours when the kids constantly remind me. We're bored. We're bored. We're bored. And you can't use the traditional comeback. It's good to be bored. That's when you get creative. But I've already been creative a million times. And you can't <laughs> tell them to go outside and touch surfaces like they used to. <laughs> Just can't do that anymore. Yeah. We're going to learn how to wash our hands. Again. Switch up the hand wash song. Happy birthday to Bon Fête. Learn the French version. The French version. Fatty, can you guess what this sound is? Oh. I'm hearing what sounds like a Disney movie in the back and uh, somebody murdering a canary. No. That's a child playing a violin. Why? Why would somebody give a child a violin? In this time of quarantine, who would ever give their kid a violin who's never had a violin before? She sounds like a hussy. This is my niece. My sister, Melina. She's got four kids under five. Just had a newborn two weeks ago. And now that newborn's under quarantine with the other three. Husband is a teacher, so he's home. Probably not the best time to give your kid a violin. (laughs) But in these mad times. Is she mad? We're just trying to burn up the hours <laughs> in the day. And at some point you go crazy enough that it becomes a good idea to give your young child under five years old a, a violin. violin. Holy crap. Good Lord. I'm feeling for you. I'm feeling for the, the powers over in Blythe. <laughs> People are getting really inventive during this coronavirus lockdown. Well, there's this guy in England. He's an amputee, a recent amputee. But the health system really preoccupied with COVID-19, so they canceled all non-essential surgeries or appointments, one of which was this guy was supposed to get fitted for a new prosthetic leg. So wife says... Hold my beer. Goes out to the garage, made him an artificial leg using a small bucket, of fiberglass <laughs> resin, and wood. It looks pretty good. He said, Hey, does the job, bucket. Shoe on the bottom. He's walking around. <laughs> she taped a shoe to it, too? Yeah, he says his wife's very practical. She can turn her hand to anything. Says it's good for getting around the house for the next six months or so. Oh, could you imagine if he divorced her sometime in the future? And she's like, dude, I made you a leg. I want the leg. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot divorce the woman who makes you a leg. No. She is a keeper. <laughs> There's a new TV show in Britain called Lockdown Wedding Live. It features a couple who are about to get married and have a real life celebration, but due to the coronavirus, they can't have their wedding. So now they're live streaming their weddings on TV. (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever been to a wedding? Tons of them. They're boring. Why would you want to broadcast this on TV? Nobody cares. I don't mind weddings. I loved you from the moment I met you. All the vows are exactly the same. You, yeah, you're probably right. I sing boring. At, I sing at a lot of weddings. First 48. Are you calling me boring? I'm not calling you boring. I'm calling the whole thing, including you, boring. Anyways, people are starved for content right now, things to watch on TV. So some people might love this. There should be some other shows that they re brand during the coronavirus well i was thinking that show breaking bad where the guy makes methamphetamine instead of making meth you have a breaking bad where you just have cameras on the cannabis growers at seven acres i totally watch that and tiverton i want to watch him grow weed this is us in quarantine it's like this is us except they don't go out You could add in quarantine to really any television show. And it still makes you cry. The price is right in quarantine. How much (laughs) is this roll of toilet paper? Or Family Feud Home Edition. Just live stream all the cabin fever fights that are going on. Yeah, you're getting in a fight with your family. Just put it on Facebook Live. Or Doctor Who. The Who stands for World Health Organization. (laughs) Doctor World Health Organization. Just a doctor on the screen updating us on what's going on. I would watch that show. Move over, toilet paper. Now people are panic buying baby chickens. People are lining up to get baby chicks and they're selling out almost as fast as they can restock. So they're bringing home a box full of baby chicks, hoping to raise them, I guess, for food and eggs later. They're planning ahead. You want to make sure you get your baby chicks from from a reputable source. Yeah. Uh, Trisha's parents wanted to do the chicken thing and they got half a dozen baby chicks. All of them were laying hens except one. It turned out to be a rooster. A weasel killed them. A couple, uh, and then the rooster killed the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, so so her dad built this gorgeous coop for the chickens, and they all died. Oh no! Except for the rooster, they gave him away. Wow! Yeah, so you just got to be careful. It seems like a nice idea. territorial, man. They have balls. They say <laughs> people joke that chickens don't have balls. They have balls. That rooster could not be intimidated. Well, and apparently some people are panic buying these feathery friends just for comfort for company during all this isolation. Get a kitten, dude. Get a puppy. A turtle provides more comfort than a chicken. Chicken? They're like dinosaurs, dude. Yeah. They're prettier dinosaurs. (laughs) Make sure you do your research, but hey, you got some free eggs if you uh, get them old enough. OPP constable... Leslie Timmerman, she was patrolling just north of Stratford. Car whipping down the road. Whipping. She stopped the car naturally. Driver is there with his wife. Says, I'm sorry, officer. My wife is giving birth now. She offered to escort them to the hospital, but then the car stopped again. And the baby literally came on the side of the road. (laughs) Perth Road 119. Perth Road 119. Just north of Stratford there, not too far from Sebringville. Do you have to put that on your birth certificate? Where were you born? Perth Road 119. Born is it somewhere in Perth <laughs> East area. Yeah, I was born. Baby doing okay. Mom's doing okay. And uh, Constable Timmerman's got to help deliver a baby on the side of the road. I think I might name the, the baby after Leslie Timmerman. Leslie's a nice unisexual name. Well, yeah, because they had a little boy. Well, Leslie's can go both ways. It can be Leslie or yeah. less. Either way. Yeah. Either way, as long as the baby's not named Fatty. That is a stupid name. Who would ever name their kid Fatty? <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> police in Louisiana, a small town there, they used the siren from the dystopian slasher film, The Purge. <laughs> if you're not familiar with The Purge, it's a series of movies now. One day a year the American government allows you to break any law. Rules don't apply. You can you can steal, you can kill, you can do anything on this one day, The Purge Day, and when that Purge Day starts, they play this very special air raid siren. Right, so this indicates the start of murders and mayhem of all kinds. <laughs> it's (laughs) It's terrifying, though. The police played this from their cruisers around town. (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying. And this was their order to go inside. It's (laughs) 9 o'clock. Talk about making an already scary situation really scary. That is unnerving, dude. I'm getting shivers over here. The police since apologized, saying, oh, we didn't realize this was from a horror movie. We didn't realize it was from a dystopian murder film. The The, YouTube search air raid siren. Yeah. Oh, that one's pretty scary. That that one sounds good. No, that'll get their attention. Uh, Sarge, that's from a scary... I don't care, private. That precedes murder and mayhem, officer. Hopefully not in real life, though. No. PEI farmer, Ranald McFarlane. (laughs) <laughs> that is a farmer name. That is. that's It's almost like Ronald McDonald's second cousin or something. <laughs> Randall McFarland. Who lives in Bruce County. <laughs> he's keeping his social distance by hurling pork products to his hungry customers. So he's delivering these pork products. He grows the pork. He delivers the pork, but he can't directly hand it to you because COVID-19. Literally throwing the bacon and sausages through the car windows. And he says the vacuum sealed pork products are, remarkably easy to throw. However, some people are a little apprehensive to have flying frozen hams tossed at their vehicle if it's new. So some of the people are insisting on getting out of the car and then they do the pork toss, the pork hurling. Isn't that a pastime in PEI? Classic pastime in PEI, pork hurling. But he says he's so good at it, he barely ever misses. His aim's getting better and better, especially with this coronavirus. I feel like you need to order from this guy. Yeah. And you can have the delivery in your 2000 Honda. Oh yeah. And he could hit that dented spot. And then I could claim that on insurance? (laughs) Just write it off completely. (laughs) How did you damage your car, Mr. Hussey? Well, I ordered a bunch of pork from a PEI farmer. He hurled the pork right at my car. You know how it goes. You're in PEI ordering pork and he destroys your car. Uh, Your policy doesn't cover pork hurling. Sorry. Mine does. I got comprehensive. You got pork hurling? Comprehensive Uh. covers it, totally. Imagine you're rafting down the Colorado River for $25 days you have no contact with the outside world and then all of a sudden you come back so we're taking for granted that we've had what three weeks of this whole COVID 19 thing gradually unfolding so our brains can process what's going on it started with the cancellation of the sports and and now we're in lockdown situation these people come ashore and they're greeted by a guy who tells them the world's going crazy you've you've got a lot to catch up on he tells them the stock markets crash There's no toilet paper? And they're like, huh? Italy's closed its borders, etc., etc. There's no more basketball. They would be just dropping their jaws, wouldn't they? After 25 days at sea, first thing you would want to do is use some fresh toilet paper, some of that good Charmin. This was a raft trip down the uh, Grand Canyon. Probably using like ivy leaves, I don't know, the whole time. And then to get back and realize there might not be any toilet paper, that might be the biggest disappointment. Oh, that's a rough one. (laughs) What do you mean there's no toilet paper? Paper. What's that you said about a pandemic? Worldwide pandemic? What's the coronavirus? Is that like the beer? Like, no, that's a popular misconception. Yes. It's not like the beer at all. Either way, these people get in a stark slap in the face with the reality. Some of them, I think, jumped right back on the raft. <laughs> I've been running more than ever, really enjoying it. Humble brag. Well, no, it's just something to do. Not to brag, but I've been running, like, really far lately. It's one of the few activities I can do, like... Not to brag, just lost a bunch of weight and stuff. Yeah, just, like, you know, 10K. I look so good right now. Do you have a renewed interest in something? I explored with edibles this weekend. Oh, yeah, I'd never heard of you doing edibles No, before. I've never done them before. It was sleepy. So you figured it was like, since you can't take actual trips, you would take a mind trip. Take a trip in your own mind, I guess. So we asked you on our Facebook page, what new skill or activity you've maybe learned. Some people are picking up new instruments and such, or maybe you have a renewed interest in something you used to do, like baking bread. Evelyn loves folding laundry now. She says it's repetitive and somewhat therapeutic. come fold my laundry. I hate doing it. Hey, it's something to do, right? Evelyn, come to the Dee Dee household. Elena says she tried to bake, but it didn't work out so well. It's important (laughs) to take things out of the oven. You can't forget they're in there. Steve's rediscovered maybe a childhood thing. Building plastic models. Super models? Yeah, remember models when you were a kid? Nope. We were poor. Listener, Kelly says patience. Yeah. Stuck at home with the kids, the grandkids. You got to exercise a lot of patience. Jenny's doing the needle felting. McKenna, she says being able to go to the bathroom alone. Now now that husband's off work, she's got a two and a three-year-old. Ouch. That is a wonderful thing when you can just go to the bathroom and leave the two and the three-year-old with your husband. The things I don't realize being a childless adult. It's a real thing. Yeah, but real thing. You can't pee by yourself when you got young kids? Yeah. No, no, you can't leave them alone. You got to bring them to the washroom You can't with you. leave them alone for you, enough time to pee? You don't have privacy until they're at least five or six. It sounds like a living hell. Everyone else is just watching that tiger documentary. <laughs> That's all anybody's doing now. A renewed interest in big cats. It's all viruses and tigers. <laughs> Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who's normally fairly soft-spoken, but his language getting a little tougher now. This whole situation, it's like we're living in a movie. The empty streets, the empty shelves in places, contemplating cannibalism. I mean, the daily messages from our leaders. It's all reminiscent of movies we've watched, including the speech yesterday from Trudeau. We've all seen the pictures online of people who seem to think they're invincible. Well, you're not. Enough is enough. Go home and stay home. That's reminiscent of snakes on a plane. Enough is enough! <laughs> I have had it with this virus in this country. <laughs> no, I wish Trudeau just once would not do the teacher talk. Kids settle Kids, down. It's what we need. But I want to hear them just, go home and... Stay home, (laughs) you know. Rip off his fake beer, throw it on the ground. You're not invincible. I'm invincible. (laughs) Rips off his second coat. (laughs) Hanging out with Trish the Dish yesterday, and I was in my sweatpants because I was at home, and she said, Do you wear sweatpants at the office? And the light bulb went off. Oh. And I said, no, but that's a great idea. We're currently not letting anybody into our studio. It's just you, me, and Mike Bruff are the only people here throughout business hours. Yeah. And we're social distance now. I'm way far away from you. Yeah. Can barely see. Hello. We can hear each other through our headphones. So I wore sweatpants to the office today. I figured nobody sees us. I can see that. Our boss, Mike, who's also on the air as well, he wears sweatpants to the office. I don't know why I didn't have this idea. He barely wears a shirt sometimes. I know. It's so nice. I wish we were kidding about that. Sometimes he takes his shirt off. It's been a big HR dispute. And I get a full view of the shirtless, Mike. You have a clear glass pane that looks into one of our other studios where Mike works. And and sometimes I forget. That he can see me and the expressions on my face. Yeah, but periodically you're looking in there, you're like, dude, he took his shirt off again. Yeah. And then I come and look, and I think you're lying, but nope bruff has got his shirt off in the studio. I'm still showering, but I've given up shaving. Yeah. And I got sh- good reason for that. Blades are expensive. I can't afford to restock blades. Can't afford blades in this economy. True, man. If you want to buy a Gillette Fusion blade, they cost <laughs> $4,000 per blade. Can't even pay my mortgage. Can't even pay my mortgage. You expect me to buy razors? I'm I going to buy blades. It's with a sad heart that I announced at the Deerfield Testicle Festival. Has been canceled. The Legion's biggest fundraiser. They serve deep fried cattle testicles and chicken gizzards. Sad for the Legion and people who love cow testicles. It's like the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival. It's all local maple syrup, except instead of pancakes, this is cow balls. Mm. Would you try a cow ball? No. I would totally try one. I'd try a cowbell <laughs> beer, not uh-huh. a, not a cow ball. Uh-huh. I would Maybe if I downed it, the cowball with the cowbell. Now you're talking. Still tastes better than the Beyond Meat hamburger from Tim Hortons. So this was a little gift in this time of darkness when our Prime Minister described the stuff that comes out of your mouth as speaking moistly. Breathing or, or speaking... Uh... Moistly on them. Oh, what a terrible image. <laughs> Talking about medical masks, and he said they stop you from speaking moistly. Strangely phrased, not wrong. You can see him struggling for the words. I got to thinking, I probably would have done the same thing. How does one describe the stuff that comes out of your mouth when you're talking? There's no good way to describe it, but maybe he could have said squirting salube instead of speaking moistly. Yeah, maybe. Or spewing COVID crumbles. Prevent you from flinging phlegm or spreading sparkles of virus goop. I don't know what else he would have said. Projecting corona cutlets. There's a lot of things he could have said, but speaking moistly was what he did say Speaking uh, Moistly on them And that inspired A brave Canadian To come forward And remix that Into the song The hit From J. True Speaking moistly These are the things The things We know That prevent you From speaking moistly Oh yeah Speaking moistly That's good Keep two meters apart Speaking moistly it's got a nice 80s vibe to it. Yeah, very. Keep two meters apart, speaking moistly. How catchy is that, dude? I, I want to do karaoke to this. That's a good song. That should be a hit song. <laughs> should be playing that on all the pop stations across Canada. I love it. Don't forget, to don't speak moistly. Do not speak moistly when you're around others. Keep two meters apart while speaking moistly. I'm going to wash my hands to this song. That clip was about 20 seconds. <laughs> There is a new smart toilet you can install in your home. And what it does is it pretty well checks the consistency of your stool, your stream time, your total volume, your flow rate. It'll tell you whether you have parasites in your matter. I don't want to know this stuff. But it... it, The interesting part though is when you sit down on the throne it looks at your bunghole, it looks at your dirt spider, your sheriff's badge your rusty wagon wheel and it'll tell yours apart from your wife, apart from your children, it knows what your bunghole looks like. Something I never thought about. I guess we all have a unique one like snowflakes. Is it like snowflakes to a degree? (laughs) A brown snowflake for example. You have a bidet. I have a bidet yeah you can tell mine from a mile away. I don't want to be told though I have a disease by a toilet. I I prefer a doctor. You don't want a toilet to tell you that your Play-Doh cutter might be diseased? I'd rather the toilet tell me maybe things like how much time I'm spending on My phone, perhaps, instead of just crapping. Your phone can tell you that, though. You want your toilet seat to do toilet seat stuff. That's true. You want your toilet seat to say, hey, buddy, you got problems with your balloon nut. Maybe you got to get that checked out. Yeah, and And I want my toilet to use those terms as well. You want your toilet to say (laughs) brown eye and (laughs) balloon nut? Please don't. (laughs) Dirty doorknob. But theres I have so many terms for the bunghole. I hope this isn't the next big thing. Our boss is going to be listening to this. People sharing this on Facebook, like they, they share their running data. Please don't. Shania Twain, of course, had to cancel her Las Vegas shows because no one's going out and everything's closed. Vegas, without a pandemic, is a cesspool. Yeah, that's right. People sneezing and all the buffet food. She did a recent interview and she's talking about how she's handling the coronavirus pandemic. And she says it's difficult. Isolation can be a challenge. Positive, she's spending more bonding time with her husband and son and she's been able to write a lot more music she says normally she has to schedule time but now that the time's there she's writing songs imagine how many artists are at home now writing songs it's going to be our next favorite albums. 2021 is going to be a huge year for music of all genres i'm thinking and she says she's cooking a lot of pancakes as well canadian maple syrup Uh, on the pancakes better it's also changing the lyrics to some of her songs oh god Down, down, the curve must go down from here. I'm having a party, a party for one. Keep going. You're not six feet away at the grocery store. That don't impress me much. My favorite, though, is you're still Wuhan. You sit there in stony (laughs) silence and you think (laughs) about what you did to our listeners and to the great Shania Twain. Yeah. This is going to get back to No, 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 this is true. She's going to release a whole album, Corona-themed. No, she's not. She's not. That's a lie. <laughs> now, you want to avoid going to the hospital unless it's an absolute emergency. It'd be so embarrassing to go for a stupid reason right now. You don't want to start experimenting with dirt biking or spelunking. Or like some dad sets up a zip line in the backyard and you break your arm. They'd be like, really? Your dad did this now? Keep the kids off the trampolines, too. Yeah, avoid the hospital <laughs> if at all possible. If it's a serious emergency, obviously go to the hospital, but this guy ended up in the hospital for a sad reason. He was so embarrassed. This astrophysicist, he was trying to invent a necklace that would set off an alarm whenever you touched your face. Good idea. It somehow involved magnets, trying things out, and somehow put a magnet on the inside and outside of his nostrils, and one of the magnets got so lodged that he had to go into the doctor's office. It took two doctors to lodged these magnets. Was this an adult man? You hear about those kids put a crayon up their nose and it snaps off. Grown ass man. Like a fully grown (laughs) man. Astrophysicist. (laughs) Astrophysicist. Explain the laws of the universe. Feel like this guy should have (laughs) known better is what we're saying. No kidding. Not a good time to try stupid things. Stay off the roof. Just stay at home. Wrap yourself in bubble wrap. Nature is returning to some places you wouldn't expect because people are inside. It's a little quieter. I actually heard some coyotes the other night. A little Felt a little closer than normal. Wild boars have descended from the hills into Barcelona. There's shots of a stag scampering around a busy city in India. Just all around the world wild turkeys are invading california cities right now to be fair wild turkeys have taken over huron county <laughs> for many many years <laughs> They sure have meantime we've been seeing this across huron county as well because there's fewer cars on the road fewer businesses open wildlife has descended upon the area like for example in clinton the seniors at gateway casinos they're seeing daylight for the first time in six years it's incredible Huron county stanley cup winner ryan o'reilly With all the time off hockey, his tooth has had time to grow back. That gap in his teeth, it's back now. Nature always finds a way. And blood-sucking mosquitoes, they're hatching and saying, where is everybody? The mosquitoes think we're extinct. Where are they? (laughs) Illinois mayor sent the police an order to break up some parties that were going on around the city. And, of course, people are supposed to be at home. Even some parties going on in bars. He said these are very serious times and I begging you, please stay at home. So police went out, and guess who was at the bar? Was it the mayor? His wife. No. (laughs) So the police had that awkward uh, call to the mayor saying, "Um, your wife is at the bar? How embarrassing. So he had to release a big statement and saying that his wife exhibited a stunning lack of judgment. (laughs) He could have just said lack of judgment but clearly he's a little upset and embarrassed. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, had to throw his wife in jail. Kind of threw her under the bus too. He said, well, she's an adult and she made a stupid decision. She made a stupid decision like that couch she bought last year. Yeah. He went a little too far. <laughs> like the paint she used in the spare bedroom. Speaking of bad judgment, that meal she cooked the other night, it just gets super petty. <laughs> you find out they're in the middle of a divorce. It goes on and on. Ooh, either way, wash your hands. Don't gather in any groups this weekend. A single factory is now working 24 7 to keep Canada's favorite food on the shelf. Say it with me Kraft Kraft dinner. Dinner. I don't usually buy this stuff, but I actually bought some the other day thinking hey, this is the ultimate non perishable food. Kraft Dinner. It's cheap, it's delicious, real cheese. Keeps on on the shelf for about 46 years. So you can buy it now. It'll just stay there and it'll be good for a long, long time. The plant manager says the engagement at the plant, I've never seen it this high. They're trying to produce 1 million extra boxes to meet the demand during this pandemic. And he says the feeling at the plant is they're actually really proud of what they're doing. They're considering this just a really noble cause. To make sure that there's food on the table for families. I think that's pretty cool. Kraft dinner. Although, there's a recent study done showing that the President's Choice brand, the PC brand of the Kraft Dinner, are a little more popular now yeah. than the actual Kraft Dinner brand. Yeah, the white cheddar one, it's good. You've had that one? Yeah. You approve? I, I approve, but craft Dinner will always have a soft spot in my heart. Brings me right back to college. I eat craft Dinner and I just want to run out and party somewhere. You know what this pandemic reminds me of? College. <laughs> Canadians, they're getting lonely. They're they're maybe going a little bit stir-crazy because there's this new movement now. Are you going stir-crazy? You're Canadian. Not really. Why why are you speaking for the rest of us? I haven't had the desire to go out at 8 p.m. and howl at the moon. You haven't? But this is what this new movement is encouraging. There's not a movement. (laughs) I got evidence. There's a website. Listen to this. These are people going out at 8 p.m. across the nation and howling at the moon together. (laughs) You thought you were hearing coyotes. Those might be your neighbors. That's what happens when you walk by the Godrich Legion. They just howl at you. I know. They catcall. Hey, sweetheart. (laughs) <laughs> like, are they talking to me i think these are just the people who are seeing all those really nice videos of people singing from their balconies Ew. and opera singers like oh, oh, oh belting it out and this is their way of uh saying hey i can't sing but i can howl like a wolf i can't sing but i can be just as annoying as you oh it's basically it those people who think they're cute singing out their window not cute man Trying to take a nap. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Trying to sleep here. 8 p.m., though, you're already in bed. You wouldn't like this. I'm half in the tank at 8 o'clock already. Let's face it, the kids at home are bored, and so are the parents. They maybe want to hear a new sound in the air. And have I got a craft for the kids today? How to make bagpipes out of a garbage bag. And two recorders. It's not hard. You got the stuff lying around the house. Get your scissors out, tape it all together. Voila. Homemade bagpipes. Parents, you can thank me later because they just sound absolutely beautiful. Listen to this. It's just gorgeous. (laughs) We're encouraging all kids to do today. Or you could... Be more productive and scream into a pillow. Similar sound. Filling the sink up with water, screaming into that also works. A Florida commissioner is backpedaling and apologizing after he suggested during a public meeting this live streamed out to people's homes. It's like Godrich Council, but in Florida. So there is more alcohol and gators. (laughs) I guess so. And he was like, this might sound kind of stupid, but uh, this is one cure for the coronavirus. It starts in your nose, see? And if you burn it away, you kill the corona where it starts. So I'm encouraging people to stick a hairdryer up your nose. He said, put a hair dryer dryer on the hottest setting and shoot it up your nose. Shoot it up your nose and then the coronavirus somehow sits in behind your nose and you could kill it before it went into your lungs. And that's not how you kill the coronavirus. That's how you kill the flu and the seasonal cold. That's right. It doesn't work for the coronavirus. That can burn you. And neither does pouring straight vodka in your nasal passage. And trust me, I tried that. (laughs) Yeah, using rum in your neti pot. Yeah, my surgery is scheduled for next week. Week. Mm-hmm. Neither does drinking can after can after can of beer. There's alcohol in beer, but it doesn't kill the coronavirus when you put it in your stomach. That's not how the virus works. It goes into the lungs, not the stomach. It's not going to stop me from trying. My daughter, she doesn't have her license yet and we really haven't had much time to get out and practice driving. So she perked up yesterday, I'm bored, who wants to go driving with me? And for the first time ever, I was like, I'll go, I'll take you driving. Usually I've been a little hesitant because the... One time that I did go out with her, we almost crashed twice. Now I'm bored. And so we took the risk, went out, and she's she's doing really well. But the other reason it's a good time to let your kid have some practice on the road is because the roads are empty. Fewer drivers. Yeah. Are you the parent that grabs the wheel while the kid's driving? No, but I will scream very loudly if she's using the, the gas pedal as a brake. Just saw my life flash before my eyes, but now that the roads are empty, I'm feeling a little better about it. And it's an outing for for me too. So, and the way you can go out and socially distance yourself. Yeah, the highlight of my weekend. Yeah, it's going to be all these teenagers accidentally hitting the gas pedal instead of the brake. <laughs> yeah, instead of the panic buying it, panic teaching, panic driving teaching. Oh no, the roads are going to be full now. Just make sure you got your seatbelt on. <laughs> In the Czech Republic, they have a law there, you gotta have a mask on. Police officers charged some people for violating the obligation to wear the face masks at a nudist colony. They figured if they went to the nudist colony, they wouldn't have to wear the mask. Is nudism a religion or is that just something you do? It's just something you do, I guess. Uh, Some people just enjoy that feeling of being out in the air. Is that violating their personal beliefs if you're making people wear an article of clothing, even if it is a medical mask? But I'm thinking if they did have a mask, guys, it goes on the face. You can put it anywhere you want, but if you want it to work, it goes around your face. This would be a good time to be a nudist here. If you were a nudist, you could probably just go anywhere right now and run down the street. No one would see you. It's a good time for nudists. There's nobody in downtown Clinton. Just just take off your pantaloons, take a run down Main Street. I was walking around the square last night, didn't see a single soul. You can take a nice long run down Main Street in Exeter, nobody's going to see you. Pantless. Get some white squirrels gawking at you. Please don't. I could make a nut joke, but I won't, because this is a classy program. Squirrel wouldn't be the only thing that's very white. Oh, your butt is what you're talking about. With everybody being cooped up, you're calling relatives, seeing how they're doing. I've been talking to my mom and dad lately, and it's always fun conversations. I love my mom. She's a funny lady. It's always clear when she's trying to end the conversation. I had just gotten out of the shower, and I saw a text message from mom. Said, call me when you get a minute. So I gave her a call. Said, hey, I just got out of the shower. We had a nice little chat. And the way she tried to transition out of the call was, well, I'm going to let you go dry off. I'll let you go dry off. I'm going to let you dry off. That's a good one. And I had to explain (laughs) to my mother that I own towels as an adult. Adult human being, I own towels to dry myself off. And you would have already been dry. Her way to just get the hell out of the conversation was I'm gonna let you dry off. My family, we have this video chat thing set up, and this happens like three times a day. I don't have time for every call. Excuse that I used yesterday was I gotta go sanitize some surfaces. Well you can't leave the house. There's no I gotta that- go to the store or- Fill up the car with gas. We're all on lockdown. The excuses pool is limited at this point. Got some bread in the oven. Everybody's doing bacon now. I need to go walk the boy. The boy. Boy. Yeah. I don't have a dog, but I have a boy. He needs walking. The province has released a list of what they consider essential businesses that can stay open despite a, a province wide shutdown. Among them, Beer producers, alcohol producers, cannabis stores, and cannabis producers. I thought that was quite interesting. It is interesting because a lot of people on Twitter saying, you know, a liquor store is not necessarily essential to keep our society going. I respectfully disagree. Yeah, I guess people maybe need a little chill time after a hard day at one of the essential businesses, which is even more essential than ever. I get it. And I can't take a trip right now outside my home, but it's not to say I can't take a trip inside my home. Time of year where farmers can get back out in the fields, and I was reminded of them being an essential service yesterday. I went out for a walk, and I took a big whiff of the wonderful spring air, and... Ah, uh, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. thank you, farmers. Thank you, farmers, I think. yeah, no. big shout out to the farmers, quite honestly, Perspective is everything through all this because I did take that whiff of air and I thought, you know what? That's the smell of the food I'm going to get in a few months. (laughs) This is a wonderful thing that's going on here. I'll never complain about the smell again. Yeah, you will. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Next year when all this COVID stuff is behind us, we're going to take a deep whiff of spring here on county air. (sniffs) Oh, Oh. That's the smell of a moving economy. Thank you, farmers, for doing what you do. Let's not forget the people putting the food on the shelves that we are quickly buying up right now. (music) You know who I'm feeling sorry for? You know, people in general who are quarantined. You know those people who are always asked by their significant other, can you fix this? And the reply is always, I'll fix it when I have time. And a lot of tradespeople I know have issues with this because they can fix the problem themselves, but they're so busy working in the trades that by the time they get home and have a free weekend, you don't want to do more carpentry and all of a sudden you have time to fix it and you have no excuse then suddenly you're on quarantine (laughs) because of this worldwide pandemic and you have no excuses i'm one of those people yeah i'll get around to it your tool set is a butter knife it is i'm I'm, i can fix things (laughs) with a butter knife though like what (laughs) i don't know butter (laughs) No, You bought me some tools because you came over once and and I brought out a butter knife to fix my bike. I was trying to help you fix your bike chain. I was like, where's your screwdriver set? And you're like, let me go get my tools. And you pulled out a glass jar with a couple screws in it and a butter knife. (laughs) Hey, there was one screwdriver in there. It just wasn't the right one. It was a stubby. (laughs) people in Calgary last night were sitting in their apartments, and their buildings started to wobble, they said. Is it just me, or are we having an earthquake, they thought. They did. People in Calgary didn't know they could get earthquakes. The earthquake started in Idaho. That's like 700 kilometers southwest of Calgary. Feeling its effects. Maybe this has happened before, but because everyone's just sitting at home on their couch doing nothing, they're noticing it. We kind of had this in our area. There was an earthquake in Ottawa, noon years ago, but we felt it here in Huron County as well. Yeah, but typically it's only bombing we hear in this area. Remember, people were complaining that the ground was rumbling, and it sounded like there was explosions somewhere in Huron County, and then the federal government chimed in and said, oh, sorry, sorry, that's our mistake. We're just testing some explosives at the old Blue Water Youth Center south of Godrich." Yeah, and that's a fair ways out of town. That was supposed to make us feel better about it? It's just bombs. They're just bombs the F word. It goes way back. Further back than we expected, the world's earliest record of the F word has been discovered in, guess with me, Scotland. Scotland. Of course it came (laughs) from Scotland. Oh, those Scots. (laughs) And this is timely because they found this and realized that this Scottish student in 1568 was locked away due to lockdown measures during the plague that was going on back then. The best word ever was invented during the plague? Great things are going to come out of this this plague that we're going through right now, I think. I think a lot of creativity is happening right now. The F word came about possibly due to the plague. So this was similar actually to what's going on today as well, because this was poems that were written between two guys, William Dunbar and Walter Kennedy. And they were just like insulting each other, sick of lockdown and a little angry. And the original F word is uttered by one of these guys who calls the other guy a Juan... Fundling an FN funling <laughs> There you go. Now, great pride for Scotland. It's a new claim to fame. And hopefully we can develop a new swear word coming out of this plague because it usually takes a while for broadcast standards commissions to really filter these things out. So if we get a new swear word sometime soon, we can say it for a couple months before the CRTC says, "Mm mm-mm, you can't say that word. You can't say on the air. You can't say corona? I think it'll be corona. Oh, corona could be the new word. Corona off. You're such a corona. Get the corona out of here. 200 years from now. Where did corona come from? Well, some radio jocks in Goderich, Ontario were talking about it. Started using it to insult each other. Some police are reporting they have had some unusual calls to the 911 system regarding the coronavirus. Questions like, can my husband spend the weekend with his mistress? It's a great question. That's a good question. And that came out of France. That was uh, a 999 dispatch out of France. Yeah. The answer to that is... Probably no, because mistress could have the COVID-19. Yeah, you want to avoid as many people as you can, in case you were wondering here. That includes mistresses, but that's a good question. I mean, different locales could receive questions on the coronavirus. Questions like, can the coronavirus be transferred via poutine? And the answer would be yes. Yeah. Maybe people in Quebec asking that question. Can I build a 20-foot high fence? Because I suspect my neighbor has the COVID. You should always build a 20 foot high fence. I think that's illegal in town. I think it has to be six feet. High fences make good neighbors. That's right, is what I say. (laughs) I don't say that. That's an age old saying. A stranger caressed my horse. Is there a risk it's contaminated? That was actually a real question asked. Where did it caress the horse? Um, Just the horse. I don't, yeah, it depends where, I guess. If it was the back end of the horse, you're good. Anywhere near the main, totally going to transfer. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. guys or girls started off this year thinking this is my year to find someone nice i'm gonna find love this year and it's gonna gonna be true love (laughs) i'm gonna date this year i'm gonna get out more and hang out in groups and touch more surfaces put myself out there and then the coronavirus hit Yep. So, so what do you do well this one guy he spotted a cute neighbor dancing on a rooftop he decided he had to make a move from a distance of course So he got out his drone, taped his phone number to the drone, sent the drone down to her dancing on the rooftop. And you would think some city girl being spied on by a drone would take the drone and throw it off the building, but no. You would think it would be kind of creepy, but she texted him an hour later, and they went on a dinner date from their respective rooftops. She set up a little table on her rooftop, and he set up a little table on his balcony, and they went out for dinner. That's kind of cute. That is cute. That's a nice story. And then they took it a step further and went for a walk in the street social distancing, of course, and he was in a giant bubble, an actual bubble. I don't know where you buy these things, but they went for a walk. This is a sweet story. I hope they end up together after the coronavirus. This is such a city story, though. Yeah. They're on rooftops hanging out. They can see each other. You try to send a drone to your neighbor in Huron County, they're three kilometers down the road. Your drone is running out of battery halfway there. Well, maybe you could date someone in Saltford down in the valley. They could stand on the edge of the Maitland there, and you could stand on the edge of the Maitland here and have some kind of date you've been out of the dating game for a while nobody wants to date anybody from salford matt come on province now saying no groups larger than five people for anything. This is because of the COVID-19 outbreak going on. They don't want large groups gathering, spreading the virus around. It's got to make you wonder. Maybe you're having that talk with your significant other. If we had to get rid of one or two of the kids, which one would we get rid of? This would have been a problem in your household. You have eight brothers and sisters. I know. Which one would it be? Got me thinking maybe it would be me. I like to stir things up. Well, you got three kids, so you don't have to get rid of anybody. But let's let's say the rule was four. (laughs) And you had to get rid of one of the kids. Have you talked with Natalie about which one are we kicking to the curb? I think I would get rid of myself. Oh, look no, at Yes. Look at you. I would sacrifice That's myself. That's the sweetest answer ever. <laughs> what would someone like the Seven Dwarfs do? I'm thinking they ditch Sneezy because he's spreading the coronavirus He's getting around. it all over the <laughs> He'd place. He'd be the first to go. And then Bashful's kind of useless. Sleepy's all right. Happy. Grumpy would even be useful because he can implement the rules. Implementing the five or less rule. And, of course, you keep the doc. The doctor. Yeah, you got to keep the doc around. Yeah. I was out for a run last night, getting some exercise. This was about, oh six 6.59. I'm just approaching my house at the end of a 5K run, and I was oh, feeling good at, about myself. Look at you. And then I heard all this applause, and I got to thinking, I I'd have no idea how my neighbors knew I was coming to the end of my 5K run in record time. It was at 7 p.m. last night. So th- so thanks to everyone who clapped clapped for me. I really appreciated that. But it turns out it wasn't for you. No. There's been applause going on at 7 o'clock every night for healthcare workers. <laughs> yes. People <laughs> leaning out their windows in, a, in an apartment building, standing on their front porches, and they just applaud for all the healthcare workers on their street. Oh, that's what it was. That's good. My My worry is that, a non-healthcare worker came up with this. This seems like something a non-healthcare worker would do. Let's all stand outside and clap for the healthcare workers, who, by the way, and my mom worked at the hospital for 30 years. They're all shift workers. And the last thing you want to do is make a bunch of noise when shift workers are sleeping. So do you think people are actually waking up health workers who are trying to sleep? That's my worry. I, I I don't know if they are, but I know if my mom was asleep at that time, she'd be Man. Well, it's a beautiful idea, though. You can't knock it. It, I mean, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. They deserve the biggest applause ever, but you're right. I was hearing horns. I didn't know what was going on (laughs) because I hadn't heard about this initiative. It's across Canada. People going out on their balconies and applauding at 7 o'clock p.m. Make sure you get it right. Don't be going out and honking your horn at 7 a.m. No. In fact, don't honk <laughs> your horn most times. I've seen some doctors and nurses online say, thanks for the applause, but could you just stay inside and expose me less to COVID-19? Yeah, exactly. And thanks. please please don't wake me up with your horn. Don't wake me up. I'm trying to sleep. I'm on the midnight shift. People are getting really creative when it comes to visiting loved ones during this pandemic. Of course, loved ones living in seniors facilities. I know my family, we've been doing a lot of FaceTime, particularly with our mom and dad, who we can't see. We can't see anybody right now. There was this one guy in Ohio. He's an arborist. He has one of those bucket trucks. He's really missing his 80-year-old mom. She lives on the third floor of an assisted living home. So what does he do? He goes over there, gets in the bucket, goes up and visits his mom, or at least waves at his Mom and smiles. Her spirits were getting a little low and said it raised her spirits. That's a nice story. That's super cute. If you have a bucket truck... Oh, those arborists are so sweet, aren't they? Yeah. They love trees. They have bucket trucks. They got everything. Well, I actually saw another couple down on Harbor Hill on the corner here, and they were waving at their parents on the third floor. Maybe you could talk to some people at Hydro or something and get a little higher. At least you can see eye to eye with your parents. (laughs) Talk to somebody at Festival Power. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. they can bring a bucket truck out to your house, lift you up, so you can say hi to Grandma. (laughs) Surprising in times like this, what people buy. The toilet paper thing came out of nowhere. And why toilet paper? (laughs) People crapping that much? The other industry, beans, the bean industry, they're reporting up to 400% increase in sales. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Bush's baked beans, killing it right now. Like that's the aisle you avoid unless you're making chili. But even the dry crap, you know, that stuff you buy thinking, I'm going to make a nice soup someday. And then the dry beans sit up in your cupboard for five years yeah you got to soak them in water for a day before you cook them yeah and you have good intentions because you think that's gonna be good for you but i've even seen limit signs on the beans two per customer on the beans okay lentils too Chickpeas. I couldn't get a hold of chickpeas. I like hummus. Natalie, there's no um, chickpeas. I had to go to all the stores to find chickpeas. How will we make hummus, Natalie? No one likes chickpeas. Think of the hummus. Oh. Your son's in the corner crying. <laughs> you know how it is. You're on quarantine. You got a fiending for some chickpeas. Mm, oh, I must have chickpeas. Really explains why people are buying the toilet paper, though. Bob Whiten of Hampshire, England, he's now 112, lived through the 1918 flu, two world wars. But he said this whole coronavirus experience is something he just wasn't prepared for. Had the to... dude's been through two world wars and he's like, no, COVID-19 is the... the real deal. He said this is just the real deal. He's been in isolation. So on his 112th birthday, he's now the oldest man alive. That guy we talked about last month it... passed away. Japanese dude. He was the oldest man alive. The They just passed this plaque around. It seems like bad luck when you get the plaque. (laughs) (laughs) You're next. He just got the plaque from Guinness World Records honoring him as the current holder. And he says, I guess I feel good about this. Of course, I'm sad about the last guy who died. (laughs) That guy's fingerprints are probably still on it. It seems like a bit of a curse. I hope they disinfected it before they gave it to him. They sang happy birthday from a safe distance while he listened on his balcony. He said, I'm a bit (laughs) frustrated, but then again, I've been in." situations like the wars and like the 1918 flu where you just had to accept what was happening acceptance the trick to avoiding death is not dying exactly local businesses readjusting the way they do their business heard about this story down in Portland strip club there the changed their business model now they're a delivery service using the strippers to be the delivery people boober eats not uber eats <laughs> Buber That's clever. How much of a delivery fee am I paying for boober Eats? Uh, $30. Two dancers will show up, obviously keeping their distance, and they're equipped with masks, gloves, everything, hand sanitizers, but they are scantily dressed. Mm. Sometimes even topless, just wearing pasties. Pastries, maybe. Yeah, I'm running <laughs> out of food. I don't want the pasties. I want the pastries. So again, just a reminder that a lot of your favorite local businesses, they are doing business differently. So Check out their Facebook pages, their web pages, see what they can offer you because it's so important to shop local. Well, I've been ordering from Domino's Pizza. They stayed open. And I mean, what you do with that pizza and the privacy of your own home, that is nobody's business but your own. Well, and I know Brandon over there, he does a bunch of the deliveries. He'll he'll <laughs> wink at you. Smile and wink. Yeah, he's a good it's looking it's guy. He's a little sexy. Yeah. He puts the Dom in Domino's people are getting pretty bored. We're on lockdown orders. We're staying at home. One thing that people are expressing that they enjoy is their weekly trip to take the trash out to the curb. It's, or, a, it's an outing of sorts. We're not going anywhere else except <laughs> to take out the trash. <laughs> so much so that some people are dressing up to take out the trash. There's this whole viral movement called the bin isolation outing. It's not viral. There's a Facebook page with 400 people. There's thousands of people posting pictures. It's actually really funny. There's 20 people with 4,000 fake accounts each. It was started by an Australian girl who got dressed up in what looks like an 80s prom dress to take out the trash. She took pictures of it, called on other people to do this. Hundreds of have posted pictures, people dressed up as Star Wars characters, men dressed up as fairies the grim reaper and people getting out their old 80s prom gowns wedding dresses you name it heading to the curb quite entertaining great yeah my neighbor he went out dressed as billy ray cyrus Ooh. and i said hey nice costume and he said oh he said he wasn't dressed up gave himself a home haircut there's one underground business literally that is surging right now bunkers People are buying the bunkers. Oh, shame on you. (laughs) See what I did there? The owner at Atlas Survival Shelters getting a lot of calls from Canada. A lot of people putting these $100,000 bunkers 10 feet below the ground. Basically like a little mini apartment down there. You can go to live down there for a while. Your son has experience with this. Your son went and visited an underground nuclear fallout shelter when he was on his camper van trip. Yeah, this is up north of Ontario somewhere. And this guy has, I think, nine full-size buses, maybe more, underground bunker that he set up during the Cold War. (laughs) Never used it. It's disgusting now, but went into the thing. And now he uses it for an Airbnb or something like that. Well, no, it's it's pretty gross. It's pretty moldy. I never said it was a good Airbnb. Spending a hundred grand on a fallout shelter, dumb. I've been living in the Venastra radar dome for the last six months. Really? Nobody's noticed. Oh. It's freezing up there. The rats keep biting me, but free rent, brother. Walmart and other retailers have noticed there's been an increase in the sales of tops, but not pants. Nobody's buying pants, but they're buying new shirts because of all the teleconferencing that's going on. You're video conferencing with your boss. You're sitting at your desk. He can only see you from the waist up. You don't need new pants. You need a new shirt though. My worry with this is that habits that will probably stick after this pandemic is over. Are we going to see people walking out of the house with no pants? I hope we do. We're just so used to not wearing pants that we'll just walk out of the house without our pants. Can we go back to pants? Is that something people will be willing to do? For people who are working from home, you get to wear pajama pants all day long, and God bless you. That's a tough change to make, going from being comfortable all day long to throwing on that tight skirt and having to go to the office in high heels. I don't want to do that anymore. When we do get back to work the first few weeks, we should be allowed to wear pajama pants. Go but- gradually. Dude, billion dollar idea. Business pants that are actually pajama pants. Yes. They feel like pajama pants, but they look like business pants. Realtors, obviously, this is a tough time to sell a house. Not only people are probably insecure maybe about purchasing right now, but also open houses are banned, taken to online and doing video tours of the homes. And I was watching this one of this realtor who jokingly was saying in the video, can you see yourself being quarantined here? (laughs) That's a great question. It's it's a great pitch because when you're stuck at home, you want that home to be quite nice. I know I've been actually going around rearranging furniture, cleaning out drawers, making things as nice as possible because we're spending more time in the home. So not a bad sales pitch (laughs) because this is the secret hideout where you can hide from your family. They'll never know this room even exists. This is the room where you'll homeschool your kids for the next four months. This is the kitchen where you'll eat your daughter's leftover craft dinner over the sink as you cry. Uh, this is the breakfast nook where you can call the power company to push your bills back by a month. Just all these COVID-19 related sales pitches. It's, it's smart, I guess. Necessity is the mother of invention. We feel for you, real estate yes. agents. Another pastor, another coronavirus scam. This time out of Argentina, this guy named Pastor Jimenez. He's accused of trying to profit off of hand sanitizer because he's going around the church saying, this is blessed antibacterial gel. It's not just going to kill those <laughs> germs. It's going to send you to heaven. This has got the Lord right in it. <laughs> I That's bottled it. the Lord myself. Yeah, he's just charging a whole bunch of money. Well, a thousand pesos per bottle. It's about 15 uh, bucks. Yeah, about 15 bucks. Shouldn't be that much. You should be giving it away, right? Accompanied it by a scripture verse. The Lord is my antibacterial agent. I shall not get corona. He restores my hands. Yea, though I walk through the office of the shadow of germs, I shall contaminate no evil. For thou art with me, thy purel, thy hand soap, they comfort me. Thou have not anointed my head with oil, because face-touching, very discouraged right now. Oh yeah, keeping the social distance too cocaine dealers, not an essential service. They're not, but the list was (laughs) so long. (laughs) They weren't on there. Some Hamilton cops, they charged a man with selling cocaine. And since they have this new law, the Ontario's Emergency Management and Civil Protection Act, they figured, hey, why don't we just slap that one on too? Extra 750 bucks because you're not an essential service and you were operating during a state of emergency. And oh yeah, you're a drug trafficker. We'll put those charges on. Also, the the drugs were also bad. (laughs) 700 150 extra bucks charged to this drug dealer. Oh, drug dealers, when will you ever learn? We already have a drug dealer, the Ontario Cannabis Store. Right. Premier Doug Ford will deliver the weed right to your home personally. Here's your buzz, my friends. There you go. Wash it down with a buck of beer. It's one company that makes one in five condoms around the world. They're called Carex, and they're the company who supplies Durex. Oh, yeah. One of the big condom companies, they've shut down operations because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And now people are reporting a shortage of condoms all around the world. So if you're going to the pharmacy, you're looking to get some rubbers, you may not find any because they are in shorter supply than usual. So we were already worried there's going to be a baby boom in nine months because people are cooped up in their houses. Now there uh, might be even more of a chance of that. And in case you were wondering, toilet paper does not work. No. Uh, not a farmer birth control. Trust me, we've tried. I know you got some extra toilet paper. Yeah. So be careful out there, kids. It doesn't work. And don't try the plastic grocery bag either. That sounds like a joke. I've talked to healthcare professionals who say people who don't have access to a condom will use their Zayers plastic bag. Doesn't work and it's not healthy. I think the best birth control, though, is a three-week March break. <laughs> best birth control Ever. <laughs> ever mom in india had twins oh that's tough man during yeah. a during a pandemic as well little boy and a little girl she named the boy covid oh no and the girl corona they oh. do sound like nice names if they weren't associated with a disease there they'd be nice names if they weren't killing people across the globe she wants to remember the hardships they endured really you want This is something you want to remember. That's a tough one, man. I hate when they name hurricanes after people. And, <laughs> and you always feel bad for those people. You know some Katrinas, they introduce themselves and everyone's like, oh yeah, like the hurricane. Yeah, that hurricane that spe- killed a bunch is of people. Is it spelled like the hurricane? Spelled with a K like the hurricane, right? So then you're always associated with this natural disaster. And I guess your name's a bit like this, Fatty. Yeah. You're associated with (laughs) something that could be perceived as negative. Yeah. Obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, totally. But my probation officer says it's character building, so I got that going for me. A few weeks ago when we were getting the message to stay home, stay put with your family, some of us were like, oh, this is going to be so romantic. And then you realize that your significant other just naps all day. They chew with their mouth open. They're generally kind of smelly. And that's caused the divorce rate in one area to rise. Yeah, so China's a little ahead of the game, starting to get a little bit back to normal. People are getting out of the house to file for divorce now. It's like a drive through thing they have almost there. <laughs> the city hall for divorces. Have your divorce finalized in 40 minutes there. That sounds nice. Been so busy they didn't even have time to have a drink away water. That's how many divorces are going on. Oh my goodness, dude. Maybe there's people who have never been that long in a room together with their significant other. Because we all lead busy lives. Yeah, you're getting an eye opener. Chew with your mouth closed! (laughs) A good opportunity to adjust those habits. Point them out. You mean I have to improve myself? Not what I signed up for in this marriage. You can turn that around. Make myself a better person than hiring a lawyer and filing for divorce. I have to shower? You want me to put on deodorant? You're not the woman i married animal shelters need our support now more than ever i never really thought about this whole sector of uh, dogs just sitting there wanting to be adopted animal shelters in the states have teamed up with bush beer some extra incentive they're offering people beer for three months if you bring home a furry new family member what counts as beer for three months? Hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? Not in this country. Maybe in the states, beer is a little cheaper in the U.S. Hundred bucks. My worry is, is people just. Doing it for the beer, but they're not necessarily the best owner for the dog. You could combine the two. Gift card for the beer, you get the dog, and then you train the dog to get you the beer. Right. It's a match made in heaven. He's happy that he's cooperating with his owner. You get a dog, which is reward in itself, but then the dog gets you beer, and that's the greatest reward of all time. I'm in. This is nice of Bush, though. All I get from Bush is diarrhea. Obviously, it's important right now not to go to the hospital for dumb things. I got the sniffles. Unless you think it's COVID-19, there are health lines you can call. There are procedures to take if you feel like you have the virus. But otherwise, if your shoulder's kind of sore, maybe hold it off for a couple of days. If it gets worse, yeah, go check it out. You stub your toe and I'm not really in pain. Maybe it's broken. Maybe it's not. I don't think there's much they can do for your toe anyway. We like to take advantage of our free healthcare system we do. here in Canada. Last week, I had some testicle pain. I had pain in my right fella and it was... Sore throughout the week. And normally it's something I'd be like, eh, you can never be too careful. Maybe you should just give it a couple of days. I, I think they got other things going on. I ran a hospital ho- right well, now. I ran it by you and I was showing you, and you contacted HR. Lawyers were involved. It was weird. But you convinced me ultimately that maybe avoid the hospital for a couple of days. Yeah and see if it gets better, and it totally did. The swelling came down. Can I show you how how much better it is? Well, no, I don't, I'd rather not. Okay, fair I'll, enough. I believe you. But it's a lot better, but it's important to not really bear down on our health system right now. Anyways, we got to deal with the COVID-19 thing. When things are done, then you can go for that feeling you get when you've had too many beans. Apparently, beans are selling out at grocery stores all across North America. Or if you forgot you had beets, and I'm peeing blood! No, get, it's just the beets. It's the beets. Or you had too many rutabagas, that feeling in your stomach that's natural means the food was bad. That stuff's poison. Tough time for people who are movie buffs. There's not going to be many movies coming out for quite a while. They've delayed James Bond, A Quiet Place, Avatar. Pretty much every movie is delayed, including Ghostbusters. Yeah, the Ah. new Ghostbusters Afterlife. Set to come out July 10th. That got pushed back Yeah, to March 5th of next year. I was looking forward to that one. That was going to be a good one. Paul Rudd's in that one. They're bringing back Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Bill Murray was going to be back for that. Sigourney Weaver. All the OG characters. Could they not just do it, but incorporate the whole coronavirus where these guys go around and kill the coronavirus have you seen shots out of china where they had like 40 guys lined up what looked like ghostbuster packs and they went down the streets and just was disinfecting everything the proton packs that kind of thing instead of the giant slime monster have like a giant coronavirus that they go out and attack they would be the ultimate heroes in this movie i would watch that documentary i wish this virus were that easy But it's not. The Ghostbusters just go around disinfecting the handles on grocery store carts. But it is. It's as heroic. We're fighting a big monster here. Did you just say disinfecting grocery store cart handles is as exciting as fighting ghosts? Did you just just say that? It is. It is could save a life. What is wrong with you? Another movie that got delayed was this Morbius film. It's kind of a spinoff of the new Spider-Man movies. There's this character named Morbius. He's trying to find a cure for a disease, turns into a vampire. Way less interesting. I thought it was a super (laughs) hero movie with a a morbidly obese person. I thought that's what you were going to (laughs) say. He's tackling high blood sugar from the makers of Avengers Endgame. Morbius. (laughs) (laughs) Morbius, type one. So Gunner is the hero we all needed. Called into the Huron virtual town hall talking about COVID-19 in Huron County. That was on Thursday. We broadcast that live. Gunner made an interesting comment that Matt and I just loved. Here's that clip. In May there, I had a collapsed lung and... I, I'm just a little worried. Like, uh, like I don't go out. Uh, the only time I do is go grocery shop, and I try not to talk to anybody. And then I come back inside and stay. You know, I'm like a hermit. I'd rather be a live hermit than a dead duck. Damn right, Gunner. (laughs) I'd rather be a live hermit than a dead duck. Now, uh, Gunner was saying that he's been inside for a little while trying to do his part by not spreading COVID-19. I'd rather be a live hermit than a dead duck. Like, awesome. Well phrased. Yeah. We should tag this on to social distancing. You should social distance so you can be a live hermit and not a dead duck. Not a dead duck. It's great. Gunner. We love you. Thank you for calling into that virtual town hall. Matt and I were just so delighted by your comment. It's absolutely true. Sometimes we feel like we're all hermited inside, kind of tough, but it's better than going outside and getting the COVID and possibly being the end of your story. Thank you for staying inside and being a live hermit. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.